1: Odyssey celebrates the class of 2024. Brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. And now they'll bring in Chase Daniel. Chase Daniel.
0: Chase Daniel holds his eyes right down the middle of the field and throws a perfect ball. NFL veteran for 14 seasons. Snap, play fake. Daniel going to arch it down the right side. Into the end zone. Pass, cut. Touchdown Allen Robinson. Bears have taken the lead. Coming back from 17 down. Super Bowl champion. Get ready to party with the Lombardi, New Orleans. It's already started. The miracle in Miami has happened. The Saints have won the Super Bowl. Former Bears quarterback. The beauty of us having Chase here, you feel so lucky and fortunate that there's zero panic. Guys are just focused. They understand. They believe in him. Analysts for The Athletic, the 33rd team, and NFL Network. But Honestly, I don't know if the front
2: office and polls thought that Justin would make this decision so difficult. Uh Because, because, like, it it really is. Like, it has. It has. I almost think in his head, in the back of his head, he was probably thinking, like, all right, we'll see what Justin's got, but, like, you know, he ain't gonna make it that hard on us. The dude has made it tough.
0: Uh-huh.
2: Everyone's yeah. talking about it, national media's talking about it, so you better get it right. Uh-huh. Chase Daniel with Parkinson Spiegel on 670 the score. See Chase on our
1: Twitch and YouTube stream. Watch the Chase Daniel show on YouTube. He's with us now on the hotline presented by Circus Sports Illinois. And he drops these, you know, film reviews, but I mean, Chase, I mean, 47 seconds. This thing hits my timeline before we're having you on and the headline. I'm more convinced than ever that Justin Fields is the QB of the future for the Chicago bears. I went back and watched every game he played this year and did the deepest of dives into his play on the field. Justin Fields, full season review breakdown, more convinced than ever, sir.
2: Yeah. First of all, sorry. Uh, well, first of all, the intro, the new intro, right? Like this This is, I think, one of the last shows I'm doing. It's uh, applauds. Like like you just, you guys have the best in all of radio. That's the first point. And Second, point, sorry for the 47 seconds oh, before. No. This took me a really long time because I had to go into every game, rewatch every single game. So I spent a lot of time on this, and I hope that everyone likes it because it was interesting interesting to me to go back to the first game of the year and even like through that KC game which I thought on offense was the low point uh for the most part in the early season and then just to see the change in him the next few games obviously got hurt in Minnesota and then the both Detroit games a second Minnesota game and then down the stretch I'm looking at it and I'm just like man this might be a quarterback in Justin Fields that has had the highest level of growth this year of any quarterback in the NFL. And that's saying something. Um, but but when you actually just go and truly just watch the film, forget about what media are saying, forget about all these talking heads and just go and just really study the, the tape. I, I was probably more impressed um, with him than I probably let on. And everyone knows I'm a big Fields believer, but just the, the amount of growth he's shown from from game one to game, he played 13 games, really 12 and a half, if you don't count Minnesota. It, it was, it was, it was impressive. It really was.
0: Wow. Um, watching some of the video during the break, I saw that your first play was from the Packers game. You mentioned there's a play from the Tampa game, play from Kansas City. Um, so you go all the way back and watch the whole thing, and then you talk about the growth. The question is can you dependably say that growth is going to continue? You feel like it is going to continue.
2: I, don't, I definitely don't think he's hit his ceiling. So, I mean, yeah, it's going to continue. I just think in general, if just quarterback play in the NFL, forget about Justin Fields for 10 seconds quarterback play. You want to be able to show growth and you want to be able to show your experience, right? He's had going on three years of playing and like the jump of what I've seen from quarterbacks from year one to year two is pretty good. Two to three is good, but three to four, when you've really, if Justin stays in Chicago and you're staying within the same scheme, you're staying with the system, you get some helper receiver, like that to me is really a telling year from three to four. And um, you know, it's, I think he's, his ceiling is going to continue to grow. And I think with the experience I hate that he missed those four or five games, however many he missed, um, because I would have loved to see a full season of him playing, but I think just his pocket presence, right? Like that to me, and everyone talked about it, we talked about it early in the year on these shows, was the processing speed and his pocket presence. He was taking an insane amount of sacks, obviously got to fix the fumbles, um, but like he's he's a good enough he he like I said top twenty I think right or, like he's a good enough guy in my opinion that can be a top fifteen top twelve quarterback like I I truly believe it wow. and I I don't know if it's gonna happen I think you have to surround your quarterback any quarterback with special players and DJ Moore had a hell of a season thought Cole Komet played really well and 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 going back and watching the <laughs> the latest Green Bay game. Like I, it was probably the worst offensive line play for that team all year long. Like, dude didn't have a chance back there. I'm not making excuses for him. He left some throws out on the field, but you gotta have a good pocket, and you gotta you gotta build an offense around him. And I think if you do that, he can be he can be a really good quarterback. Yeah, I mean that is so interesting because like everything that you're saying
1: sounds really good and would be really exciting, Chase, and not at all complicated if they didn't have the number one pick. You know, if, 100%. if, if they, we're not even having this
2: conversation,
1: right? If they had the fifth and ninth pick, we'd be like, Oh my God. Okay. Let's, awesome. let's build around awesome. and see what we got. Let's, let's see what they got. Because, because Le- even left tackle receiver,
0: because even between 10 and 12, if you have an opportunity to take the number one quarterback and reset the contract clock, you consider it. If you
1: if you have the 12th best quarterback in football and you can get a guy who you think can be top five, who's younger and cheaper. I think that team considers it. Like, maybe you disagree, Chase, but like, I think if Dallas had the number one pick, they, yeah. would, they would consider, I don't know if they would or no, it wouldn't, but they would consider drafting Caleb Williams or Drake May to move on from, from Dak Prescott. Like, I, I think it's a short list of guys that you yeah. just flat out say no to if the experts are right and the quarterbacks at the top of this draft are as good uh, as, as they say they are.
2: Yeah, I mean the, the the Dak one's an interesting. I mean, with the way he's played, I, I think he's probably had his best season. But, uh, but I, I do agree. You know, you're, he's going to reset the market, and you're going to have to pay him damn near sixty million dollars to play quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys next year. He's he's going to be, mark my words, we talked about he's going to be the highest paid player in all of football. Right. And so, uh, yeah, I mean, it, you and then know, he, he just, has to be it, a guy it,
1: who elevates the team because it's harder 100%. to pay the left tackle yeah. and the receiver and the edge rusher and the corner. When you pay that to, and you and you want to have a quarterback who's worth it, like fifteen in Kansas City, you know, like like Burrow, right? But like that's the that's the tricky part right there. So is Fields good enough so that he can get to a place where you can pay him fifty million a year in a couple of years, and you have cheap guys at other premium positions, and he can elevate them as a passer? Is he good enough to do that?
2: I mean, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I think the jury's still out. Right. And so you would say, well, if the jury's still out, then you need to move on from them. Only because and, you have the number one pick. Yeah. And and even if you had even if you had the third pick, dude, like you, uh, Caleb Williams or Drake May are, are the two that I've studied just a little. I'm going to dig more into them now that we have playoffs, less teams playing. But those are really the only two. So even if you have the third pick. Right. right. But then it doesn't make sense. And if you just, I just look, I mean, yeah, it's such a difficult decision and it might be easy for Ryan Poles, but if you, if you were to trade back from one, even to to two or three, think about how much draft capital you're getting. Yep. And, and, and I'm sure Ryan Poles in the back of his mind is saying, okay, who's coming down the pipeline, maybe two years later or a year later, like, are they as good or are they better than Drake may or Caleb Williams? I don't think so. So like, this is the year that you want to be picking one. If you're really interested in a quarterback. And I just go back to like the Ryan Poles decision because it's so fascinating to me. Cause I, I I promise you he, in the back of his mind, he was probably thinking like, man, I hope this is an easy decision. Like, I hope that, but the way Justin has played as of late, you would argue that that is no longer an easy decision. For Ryan Bolt.
0: see that—that's interesting in and of itself. The numbers over these last seven games themselves are not great. It's like 61 percent completion percentage. It's five passing touchdowns, three interceptions. A couple of those are on hail marys, uh, yeah. though, at, at the end. So it, that brings it in there. But there's 20 sacks. There's six fumbles. It's a QB rating of around 81. That kind of thing. You, uh, there have certainly been moments. But I guess my question is, Chase, is there enough on schedule? And you're one of the people that taught us this, this conversation. Enough on schedule, not improvisation, five-step drop, boom, quick throw stuff. Like, is he given an opportunity to do enough of that? And have you seen enough progress with that?
2: Uh, yeah. Yeah, I have. I, th- I think the first eight games, seven games that I saw, absolutely not. But I think he's shown an innate ability. I don't know what happened. Like, something clicked in his mind. Maybe it's just the experience factor of playing. Like, something has clicked in his mind where he's getting the ball out or he's taking off. And that's all you can ask. I know a ton of quarterbacks that play that way. And I would ask you like the last seven games, numbers don't sound great. What's their record?
0: Four and three. Four and three. three? Went two and two against the division.
2: Yeah. And you would say that they, that, that just, it's like, in my opinion, it's more than numbers. Like the way the fan base, the way the team has been galvanized around Justin and the way he's played, he pretty much, in my opinion, like, like if, if they didn't finish strong down the stretch. Right, they were four and two before this last game. If they didn't finish strong on the stretch, like you would probably say, Eber's gone, and you would you would just blank slate start over. And so you you could Which is still what I'm he advocating for, by the, the way. <laughs> what do you say?
1: I said it's still what I'm advocating for, by the way. Yeah, yeah. you know, you but yeah. you know, you know why Chase though? You were here, man. It. I think that they're going to draft a quarterback at one, and if flu stays, when Mitch was here, he had John Fox and Dowell Loggins for a year and then they fired him, and you had to bring in Nagy in his second year. So now it's two systems in two years. When they drafted Justin, Nagy was here. Then they fired him in a year, and they brought in Iberflus and Getze. So he had two systems in two years. And if you keep Iberflus and you draft Caleb, and now you got a defensive head coach, you're really risking in the first year or two or even three Firing your defensive head coach and making your rookie quarterback on his rookie contract change systems twice in the first couple of years as opposed to marrying the the coach to the quarterback, the quarterback to the system and guaranteeing a few years of continuity. It just seems like too good of an opportunity to pass up given that they have the number one overall pick. And respond to that, and then I got one more thing about what you are saying about top 12, but go ahead. In terms of marrying yeah, yeah, the coach okay. and, the, and the quarterback. Yeah,
2: Con- continuity um, is is really important. I would say that a quarterbacks learning a new, new offensive scheme is not that important. And to be honest, if you're not an hmm. offensive head coach, you don't really deal with the quarterback, like, ever. And, and it's the offensive side of the football. So, so what part of continuity
1: is important? If, if it's not about uh, learning
2: the new scheme and the new terminology, what part is important? keeping Justin with the same guys and the same people and the same, everything like that. To me, that that's important. Now, I mean, look, I just don't, I don't hmm. know. I think Eber's done enough to, to save his job. Like, like, I, I just don't know that, especially with the way the defense played down the stretch and it gives him a chance. If you, if you were all in, because let's be honest, you had your pick of people last year and you picked Maddie, Maddie Eberflux, right? You, you, you decided to hire Eber and and when you did that, you were saying, Okay, hey, out of all the people in the world, we like it. Like it's not like you settle, like you get your pick, and all of a sudden, after he's shown what he's shown down the stretch, defense playing better, you're just gonna say, you know what? No, like not 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 a chance in hell, you're staying. Like, I don't know. All right, but so what about this argument,
1: Chase? Like, before the year, people thought the Texans were a bottom five team in the NFL. And all they of a were. sudden they were, right? <laughs> and CJ Stroud comes in and lights the world on fire, is amazing. They go to the playoffs, defensive head coach, and turns Tank Dell and Nico Collins into household names, and they're a live dog in a playoff game, right? Like They're like, oh, yeah, they can absolutely win a postseason game. Rookie quarterback, bad situation. Uh, Jordan Love, you said you think he's going to be the better quarterback than Justin Fields. Youngest team in the league, supposed to be a rebuilding year in the postseason. You just said top five defense for the Bears down the stretch. He shredded them. They, they didn't punt. Like, I'm yep. not terribly interested in settling for the 12th to 15th best quarterback in the NFL, maybe, when I watch football for 11 hours every Sunday, and I see dudes doing more with less.
2: <laughs> Am I wrong? I mean, I'm with you. Yeah, no, you're not, and I think that's that's the... 40-year struggle for Chicago Bears fans. We've, yeah, you, I know. You guys have never really had, and I think that's probably getting to you a little bit, and you're getting a little crabby. Yeah. <laughs> okay? yeah. And, and, and I have two toddlers honest. at home, okay? Yeah, so well, I'm not I sleeping. Got three. I, I got three. I'm not sleeping either. I'm yeah, with you on that. Yeah, sucks, dude. Um, Yeah, so it's just, it's an interesting, it, it really is. I mean, there's so many, and this, what we're talking about, you better believe that Ryan Poles is going through all these types of conversations with high level people and officials. And it's, yeah, I mean, look, I just think that you have Justin field, like quarterback play, like miss, I go back to Brock Purdy mystery relevant. Like you don't need to draft one to find a quarterback. You just have to find the right quarterback to fit your system. And look, it's like, then you go back to Luke Getsy. Like, what if, what if they were to move on from Getsy and get an actual player? Like, or a coach that would fit a scheme that's run to Justin Fields. So it's, it's, there's so, there's so many deep thoughts and conversations and what ifs and like full house cleaning, keep Eber, fire Eber, keep Justin, mm-hmm. train Justin. Look, I, I just think at the end of the day, like I, I think they should keep him. What, what I think they'll do is I think they'll end up taking Caleb Williams. It's just too hard to pass up. Hmm like you were saying 45 years 50 years of franchise bad quarterback play now you're not it's not a fact that Caleb is going to be the guy like you, but you are starting your clock over again and you're hoping that he's the guy but you're like sh- you're a shooting your shot in the first round yeah like it's you're just sh- like yeah you're shooting your shot mm-hmm. and you're saying you know what like This is our best chance. Like, they're going to do their homework. I mean, dude, it might be Drake May. Uh, Drake May, I think, is is, is the most pro-ready quarterback right now.
0: Chase, Hmm. here's the thing. Danny watches football for 11 hours a day, and he does know a ton of stuff, and we've argued this stuff to death. Ryan Poles watches a lot of football, knows a ton of stuff, but he doesn't play right now on this team. You – come at it from a player's perspective on this team and this is the clash that is that is going on here so your honest thoughts about what we can see and you can see and feel and have heard about the vibes and the chemistry and the fact that the thing is moving in the right direction it's undeniable and yes the offensive coordinator is not a great fit for fields that's for sure so I understand where you're coming from, and a ton of listeners are are with you still. It's very much a split thing in this town. Yeah. The question is if Ryan Poles will care about that, if he will look at the hard line items on the Excel spreadsheet and say, this matters, so Fields stays. And it's possible that, that he will, but how often do those GMs actually think like that is the question. You've dealt with a lot I, of them.
2: Yeah, I think GMs are two or three years from now. And thinking, but I do think it's a hard decision. Like you were saying, because of the way he's galvanized the locker room, like, like you got stud star players, like it, it, it will be an issue for a little bit if you trade Justin Fields and then they'll get over it. And so in Ryan pulls mind, like he, he has a vision, right. A five-year plan on what he's hoping to get done. And it, just like every GM, he's hoping to get these steps done. And I mean, look, to have the first pick in the draft and the ninth, like that's a, especially way your defense down the stretch you need you need an offense and is Justin the guy to run it it's for him to decide he I mean look it's gonna be him and the owners deciding and that's gonna be that so it's gonna be a fascinating couple months man Chase do you know Jim Harbaugh I don't know okay well because that's the
1: dream for Bears fans yeah former former Bear just won a title hired an NFL agent one in the
2: NFL, one at Stanford. Oh, he's one he's at for Michigan. sure going to the NFL. From everything I've heard, like he, he's going to get the bag. He's going to go to the NFL. Um, and and the, the 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 Chargers rumors. I mean, you know. It it's it's a little real, and um, hmm. and it starts with the quarterback, who has the best quarterback of all the openings. It's easily the Los Angeles Chargers. He can win right away with that. All right,
1: you know what. We might call you in the offseason. Wanted to do some rapid you've seen everything and and we've always done the the X's and O's breakdown. Can I ask you a couple of rapid fire ones that i am just curious yeah. for? All right, rapid yeah, yeah, fire. Yeah. Chase Daniel. Who is the better play caller? Sean Payton or Andy Reid? Oh, dude, did you yeah how
2: how long did you have to prep this? I've had uh, I've had this I've had or... I've had this question for like 10 weeks. Sean Payton. Sean Payton. Better wow. Payton. I love Andy. Wow. I, know I, think you do. He's, I think I think I think Andy's more creative. But I think Sean, dude, when Sean gets into a zone, like I've been on the sideline for five years with Sean. When he gets into the zone, it's unlike anything I've ever seen.
0: That's fascinating. So, Andy, maybe more creative design or yeah. those kind of things, but Sean's feel for play calling better.
1: Uh, oh, it's insane. That's great. More impressive arm. Pure arm talent. Mahomes or Herbert?
2: Arm talent, Mahomes. Okay. Arm power, uh, her, like her, her, Herbert might be up there, it like probably like one of or two of people I've ever seen throw football in terms of like okay. zip on it.
1: No, i have just I've been th- I've been thinking about guys throughout throughout your career. So
0: when you say arm talent for Mahomes, you talking about accuracy, every type
2: of platform. There it is, not even accuracy. Arm talent meaning like platform, the way you throw it, the way you bend it around people, uh-huh. your uh, creativity within throws, overtopped, all that stuff to me. I mean that there there's a reason he's the best quarterback in in the world and you it's wa- because of that. You watch the film so much on the Bears you you we, obviously you're studying the quarterback but
1: bigger need for the Bears offense a left tackle upgrade from Braxton Jones or a wide receiver 2 upgrade opposite DJ
2: Moore wide receiver 2 not hmm. even in my not even close in my opinion. Okay. You you can dude if you have a chance and and, and look it, Marvin Harrison Jr ain't going to be there at 9 I don't think. No. Um, no, no, no. But was- like but like one of those guys, even the guy from Washington. Like you get two studs on the outside with Cole and you get another like running back running back one running back two, they can be a formidable opponent. Like you you can protect The reason I say you can protect a left tackle with chips and nudges and help him out, you can't have another threat opposite like this high in the draft as DJ Moore. You know
0: what I mean? Okay, as, as long as Justin or whoever the quarterback is, is somebody who doesn't mind throwing it quick and, uh, and, yeah. and, 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 and playing the quick game.
1: Yeah. Uh, for a... They need to upgrade at center. We know this. Like, Lucas Patrick, yeah. uh, Dan Feeney, they've had problems at center with Cody Whitehair with, with snapping and, frankly, interior A-guy pressure. Would you be comfortable pairing rookie quarterback with rookie center? No,
2: okay. No way.
1: No way. Well, especially,
2: but- especially with how the, especially with how the college games change. I, I look at these guys in college. First of all, they don't huddle, like ever. Okay, <laughs> and and when they do, they're not calling protections. They're not miking run game. They're not doing. If you're in a rookie quarterback and you have to do that in the NFL, you don't want a rookie center and a rookie quarterback doing that. You're going to get your head blown off. Somebody on pressures and stuff. Okay. Oh. So
1: so, so when we're talking about it this offseason, we need to be looking for free agent center or trade I, center if they are drafting Caleb so. or Drake May.
2: Yeah, I mean, okay. absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Interesting.
1: Um, and you said you haven't done the full dive, but what makes you say Drake May is more pro-ready than, uh, than Caleb?
2: Yeah, I mean, look, I've watched a couple games of both. I think Caleb has, and why I think he'll ultimately go one if the Bears take him, or the first quarterback off the board is he reminds a lot of people and I don't, I see it, but not like crazy of the Mahomes style film, Mm -hmm. like just different platforms, super creative, constantly getting outside of the pocket, just making these splash type plays that make you go, wow. And rightfully so. And then with Drake may he's more on time in rhythm reminds me of a, of in college. In college, a better like Drew Brees style just from his feet footwork, his arm talent, his accuracy, his timing, his rhythm. He can make enough plays with his feet. Um, But I've I've been really impressed with this with his feet, which is which is the most important thing as a quarterback, in my opinion. Chase, this has been a lot of fun talking to you all year, man. Thank you for doing such
1: thorough work. People should check out your latest on your YouTube page, The Chase Daniels Show, the full breakdown of Justin Fields' full season. And, uh, you know, we'll probably call you uh, later in the offseason once you've watched more All-22 on the quarterbacks, if that's Let's all chat. right, man. Yeah, all right. appreciate you guys. Thanks, Thanks man. It's Chase. been a lot of fun, Chase. Thank you, sir. All right, guys. All right, that's Chase Daniel with us on the Parkins and Spiegel Show. A lot of good stuff there. A lot of really good stuff there. Mm -hmm. All right, there are five official openings. Titans, Commanders, Panthers, Falcons, Chargers. No word from the Bears. Maybe on Patriots. Maybe Raiders. Maybe a surprise team. We will ask Peter King why it's taking so long and what he expects next on The Score.
0: Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three, you bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yeah, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.
1: Odyssey celebrates Father's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network.